0: You are now tuned into Seriously Podcast, featured on SoundCloud and iTunes. Seriously?
1: Welcome, everyone. We are back. I believe this is our fifth podcast uh, session. Yes. So I'm here, obviously, with Ken Sickles, who's one of our resident hosts. And this week, we have a special guest, Brianna Feeney, who is One World Syncs Vice President of Product Management. So, Ken, I will pass it over to you.
0: Thank you, Teresa, and thank you, Brianna,
1: for stepping
0: in for Mr. Parnaby this week.
1: Thank you for having me. Yeah, Although I don't have the accent.
0: That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I'm I'm just excited. I might actually have a chance to get a word in this week with Mr. Parnaby out. Uh, so it's good to have you here. Uh, we're gonna have another topical conversation this week. I thought we could start and talk a little bit about the Apple event yesterday, because, of course, it was a seriously moment. Apple introduced a new iPhone without a headphone jack. Seriously? Seriously. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Is that something that bothers you?
1: No, it doesn't bother me at all. Primarily because I hate wires. <laughs>
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it's it's a great innovation, right? Get rid of the headphone jack, make everything else better. Who wants wires hanging down all around you anyway? I've been waiting for good Bluetooth headsets to come out. Now that there's no option, manufacturers are going to start pumping out good Bluetooth headsets, whether you buy those AirPod thingies or not. I think it's a good step forward, just like getting rid of the floppy disk was about a decade or so ago, whenever the heck Apple did that. Everyone thought it was the end of the world then, and look, here we are. We're okay without floppy disks.
1: What else did you like about the iPhone 7? Any new features?
0: I thought the camera was pretty cool. Um, and you can clearly tell Apple is, is kind of reaching a, a pinnacle on what these smartphones can do. It's not just Apple. I think everyone is kind of reaching the pinnacle of innovation around these smartphones and their capabilities. Maybe until we get more into uh, virtual reality and augmented reality stuff. Um, so I think it was, a, it was a great phone, but the camera is something that will, I think, do a lot of things um, for Apple. And actually, you know, for the retail industry, too, since that's kind of what we talk about a lot here. If you think about it, um, these new cameras with their ability to quickly take pictures, get high-resolution photos very easy, easily, right? Um reduced blur and motion and and all of that, it's going to make it that much easier for companies to do photo recognition of products. And we've seen a lot of advancements in uh, like the Google Vision API, for example, just released a new version of their um, image recognition API, which does a really good job of translating images into actual products behind them. So you put better cameras in people's phones, developers are going to be more likely to use that sort of thing. So the camera was a, was a really good one. Uh, I'm just hoping it can make me look better as a photographer because I'm not very good at that. You take good pictures. I've seen more pictures. They're yeah. actually very good. You have training though, don't you? Yeah. Well, it
1: won't necessarily replace my DSLR, but at least it just gives me that accessibility to have a camera within my phone that does much better pictures. Um, and you know, my house is completely covered with family photos. <laughs> So um, I, I love that love features family. as well, although it's in the Plus. So I think I'm gonna have to transition from the smaller phone to the to the Plus to get that camera capability. Yeah,
0: I really liked the uh, selective focus capability with the Plus. I think that's that's something to me that will probably replace my DSLR. Again, I'm not very good at it, and the only thing we really used the DSLR for was taking portraits, and it does such a good job of, you know, framing someone's face and blurring out the background and, and really bringing the person you're photographing into into focus and attention of the of the picture. Um, what else about the phone? I thought the uh, it's not quite waterproof, but water resistant was a big deal. You know, um no one wants to drop their phone into the pool or anything, but it's good to know that if that happens now, your phone's not going to be shot and you won't have to, you know, fork over nine hundred dollars or whatever it is for a brand new phone. And they're clearly setting the way probably for an actual waterproof phone in the near future with some of the stuff they did. Um, What about you, what else?
1: Um, Moving over to the watch. Now I've held off the first version of that because I'm a health and wellness person. Um, So I was all about having the accessibility more for fitness and now even with more of the apps and things that can be introduced, um, starting to track my nutrition as well. So now I have the ability, it's completely waterproof so in training for triathlons, which I hope to do one day, <laughs> you know, you can swim and, and uh, no issues there. And then I also like the fact that um, the Nike, the Apple Watch Nike now is associated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, now when you're either running, you're hiking, it's GPS built in. So yeah, now I'm sold.
0: Nice. Yeah. I'm sold. I'm not a health and mama's person. Uh, obviously, I bought the first watch and I didn't really care that it didn't tracked me when I didn't have my phone with me because I don't really exercise or run unless it's running away from something. But um, I do think the new watch, they made some pretty good advancements in. The thing I liked about the new watch as much as anything else is how they use the microphone and the watch. And, you know, to get rid of any water that may have seeped into the watch, that was kind of pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know the physics behind it, but it just looked really neat. Um, and probably more importantly, when Johnny Ivey talked about it. It's really cool to listen to, just like everything that he describes there. We should start doing some of that stuff with our products. I know. Can you start describing our products in our, in our promotional videos, kind of like Johnny Ivey does, you know, beautifully handcrafted <laughs> barcode generator. <laughs> I think that would help us out quite a well,
1: bit. Well, you know, I think Apple has amazing engineers, very similar to uh, what you do here at One World Sync, right?
0: <laughs> oh, stop it. She's going to ask me for a favor later, I can tell. Um, so is is uh, it's not enough to buy the phone, but you're into the watch? Is that where you kind of landed?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm eventually going to need a new phone as well, so I can get the benefit of the 7. I uh, would go the plus for the uh, camera, um, and then uh, the watch definitely first and foremost, just from a personal perspective. Yeah. I, I would use it.
0: I don't think I'm ready to jump into the phone just yet either. I, I really want something that's fully waterproof, so I can take my phone into the swimming pool with me. Uh, not to take pictures of myself because no one needs to see pictures of me in my swimsuit. <laughs> uh, but, you know, if you're in the ocean or in one of those nice infinity pools somewhere nice, you can take a picture. That'd be that'd be kind of cool. Um, I do think, though, there was some really neat stuff that was announced actually a little bit prior to yesterday's event around iOS 10. And I'm looking forward to taking advantage of some of those features uh, when iOS 10 comes out.
1: What are some of the great features with
0: iOS 10? Well, there's a lot of great features for users in general, but I think some of them are actually really relevant to our space again. Um, One of those is all of the changes that came along with messages, right? So, I mean, if you think about it, messages is just a a huge social network in and of itself, right? There's a billion people using the iPhone, just as many using messages almost. Um, And now what Apple has done is they've turned messages in from just, you know, basically chat between two people into a platform like Facebook has. So you can do things like order food or order an Uber in messages. They've opened up the API. So I think we'll see a lot of innovation there where uh, eventually we'll start to see commerce happening in messages around products and the ability to, you know, maybe you get a flash sale every day that pops up in messages, right? Um, And when you combine that with the new rich notifications, which is really a a much better way for people to kind of understand the content that's being pushed to them in a notification whether it's from messages or or some other application on their lock screen Um, you can imagine interactivity with rich notifications where you could buy a product as well. So you know those two things just from a a user perspective I think are are really really cool Uh, but they're also really relevant for commerce. Um, The other thing that they've made some enhancements to on iOS 10 is Siri uh, it, you know it's a long time coming but again I think opening up the API for Siri and allowing other people to develop against that you can imagine people putting in actions that say Siri buy this now right so you get a nice pop-up notification for you You hit a little button and you just say Siri buy this now And the next thing you know it uses Apple Pay has your um, address on file ships it to you I mean I would start to look for that sort of stuff from um, definitely some of the smaller e-commerce companies, but some of the bigger ones will, will play with that a little bit as well. I wouldn't even be surprised to see Amazon do something with that, um, <clears throat> even though they have Alexa and, and all of their voice. So I think the, uh, the new iOS is, is kind of a big deal that not a lot of people are talking about today because of all the new hardware yesterday. But in time, I, I think that will capture a lot of attention. And it's something that, you know, uh, our customers and people in the retail industry really need to pay attention to.
1: So what do you think of some of the uh, new capabilities coming out with Apple Pay?
0: Well, Apple Pay is interesting as well. You know, they're launching it in more countries now. Um, So we'll start to see more and more adoption of Mm -hmm. Apple Pay. And I think we'll also start to see, again, more people integrating Apple Pay into commerce applications on the phone as well as is into the store. What's really interesting is one of the, com- the countries they're going to launch in now is Japan. And, you know, they have been traditionally a little bit ahead of us when it comes to e-commerce on the phone. Uh, some of the things they're doing in Japan and China as well uh, are, are really kind of trendsetters for some of the things that you see here in the States. I mean, there are, I forget the name of the app, but uh, I saw an app recently. It's very much like Instagram. And a tremendous amount of commerce actually takes place where people say, oh, I really like that jacket. And they click a button and they buy it, right? Um, And with Apple Pay powering that kind of experience, it just makes it so easy to spend money. It's kind of scary. So I think Apple Pay was was probably another big announcement uh, yesterday and the expansion of that. And we'll continue to see the impact on that in the retail industry Mm -hmm. and consumers overall.
1: You know what I found interesting going back to the Apple Watch? Yeah. Was that it ranks second in the world yeah. based on, uh, you know, watches. Rolex is still number one.
0: I was a little but surprised.
1: But it jumped. What would they say? It's been in the market for what? Just a little over a year, year? right?
0: June of last year. And everyone, you know, you, it's interesting. You read so many people calling Apple Watch a flop, right? I mean, heck, I would love to have that kind of flop with one of our products where within a year we're the number two <laughs> provider in the marketplace of, you know, of something in watches, right? How long have these companies been making watches that they surpassed? They've been doing it for a very, very long time. So I don't think anyone can call the Apple watch a flop anymore. Uh, maybe by the iPhone standards, you know, not everyone that has an iPhone has a watch, um, but it's certainly not a flop from a you know new product introduction into the market standpoint for consumer electronics. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, it was uh, yesterday was a great day for us as we're here in our um, new office layout, a yep. very collaborative layout. We were watching the Apple um, launch and drove quite a bit of innovation across the team. Um, so what did you think out of that if you were to take the um, Apple launch and everything that's coming out, how do you think it's going to best apply to the world at One World Sync, and how consumers are driving our markets now and our customers because of this technology um, evolvement and innovation?
0: Yeah, there's actually two things, right? I think um, one of the things that's interesting is we're starting, Apple has always been, I should say, the standard when it comes to user experience. And... You know, there's been a bit of a revolution around user experience in the B2B world for some time. Um, And that's something, as you know, we take really to heart here. We try to make our B2B applications as easy and as simple to use as a lot of consumer facing applications today. Because quite frankly, that's what users are expecting. So I think they continue to raise the bar on what people expect when it comes to user experience, you know, whether they're doing their banking or whether they're ordering dinner somewhere or reserving a table or buying a product um, or whether they're you know working in some financial system um, or you know managing their product data at their business it kinda doesn't matter so I, I think that will have an impact that always seeps through on us um, we, we continually study the trends that Apple pushes forward and, and try to integrate them as best as we can where they make sense into our applications. I think the other thing um, to me is Everything we're doing around just trying to help people make their content readily available, regardless of where that's going to be, because you never know where it's going to be. Right? So, you know, that's the thing that I'll use when I'm talking with our customers. It's just yet another example some of the things I was talking about with iOS 10 of where your content is going to show up and it's going to show up in places that maybe 10 months ago or a year ago you weren't thinking about. So you just got to be as prepared as possible. Um, so, you know, that's just another message I'll carry through to our, our customer base. Get your product data ready. Yeah. It's got to be shoppable. So agree. All right. Well, Brianna, yeah. that was fun. Yeah. Thank you for joining. We'll Thank have to you do this again.
1: Yeah, I'd love you to can, be a special guest again. Yeah, <laughs> next
0: time you can do it with Mr. Parnaby, and then you can tell us uh, which one you prefer doing
1: <laughs> this do podcast like with.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, I know what your answer is going to be because you don't work for me. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, Teresa, thank you very much. Another thank concession. Of stuff. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And for everyone listening, please remember to, to subscribe to our podcast channel on SoundCloud or iTunes. See you guys next week.